This is an extra special bonus, whatever you want to call it, episode with journalist Malachi Clerken. In this short episode, he speaks about the European Rugby Cup final and also the All-Ireland series, plus who's, who is he tipping for, for Sam. Uh, the full episode, which will be out on Thursday the 1st of June, covers a multitude of different topics. So if you like Malachi Clerken and you like sports, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow on social media. Enjoy this episode. So then, uh, Malachi, then to bring it up to, uh, I suppose, recent events and, mm. and, and recent pieces that you've done, obviously the weekend has just gone past. Um, talking firstly, say you're you're at the Aviva. Um, do, you, do you have any concerns? Some people talked about that um, Leinster's capitulation in the final against La Rochelle it bodes badly for the Rugby World Cup. Do you see do you see a link between do you see a, a sorry a relevant link or or any thoughts on that? I don't necessarily know. Uh, I think um, I think like partly like that was just sport on 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 Saturday. You, you know, um, very very little would have had to change there. Leinster were about to win that game. The the red card, like, is the the most the the most key element of that whole game, which is insane. Like for a game that that just happened, you you know, swung this way and that and this way and that. Like any level of calm on the line in that last attack, and Leinster were about to win that game. Be it a drop goal. Getting over for a try, they were literally they, they were going. Mm-hmm. It was it was about to happen. All they had to do was keep the ball and not do anything stupid, and they probably would have even got a penalty. You know, so like if the the prop and I can't I can't say I can't say his name Ala Alatoa, if he doesn't dive headfirst into Jonathan Dante, if he just lead just just waits and just doesn't do a stupid stupid thing, Leinster probably win that game. And um, and all the talk is different. All the you know you know there's no there's no <laughs> there's no link to the World Cup there. Everybody's going well. Leinster have won the the Champions Cup. Next stop the World Cup kind of thing. So like everything comes down to key moments. Um, I don't think so. I think Ireland are. Uh, I'd not be at all surprised if they don't win the World Cup. I do. I you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I like their route is phenomenally difficult. Yeah. No matter, yeah, like it it is it, the draw is insanely difficult. The draw that was done three years ago at this stage. Um, so if they don't get through it, it won't it won't be because they choked. It won't be because you know Leinster lost uh, the the Champions Cup final. It just be they ran into other teams that are good. There's a great um one of the one of the uh, the American sports writers that I came across in my uh, in my infancy in journalism was a guy called Tony Kornheiser, who does this. Uh, he used to be a brilliant, hilarious sports writer for the Washington Post. And then in later years, and I think he still does. He does this show on ESPN called Pardon the Interruption. But he always had this great phrase, uh, you know, that when a game and it could be talking about a basketball game or an NFL game or whatever the hell it is. And it would come down to, you know, some team would lose 
and it'll be an outrage and everybody's going, oh, you got to sack the coach and these guys, they're just chokers and they're just born losers and all this. And he always had a line, he says, the other guys get paid to come to work as well. Mm. And that was it. You know, that'll be it. If Ireland don't win the World Cup, it's because the New Zealand lads, they get paid as well. Or the mm. South African lads, they get paid as well. Or the Scots, they get paid as well. That's what it is. You know, sport, especially professional sport, the margins are absolutely infinitesimal. Um, it's it's so exciting to be around an Ireland team uh, that that is this good and that doesn't fall at hurdles and all of that sort of stuff. And you can be fairly, fairly sure that an Ireland team in that position last Saturday wouldn't have done that brainless thing of diving in uh, for the clear out like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's like you can be reasonably sure that the Andy Farrell's Ireland team, Paul O'Connell's Ireland team, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but something else can, you know. Yeah. So yeah. like somebody drop a ball and there you go, and and uh, it, it's all. Uh, but look, sure they have the they have the players to do it, and uh, it's going to be fascinating. And then um, obviously, probably don't need to get into it. There's been lots of talk on. Uh, probably referred to as like the politics around GA, the narratives mm. of the, the Sunday game the last couple of weekends and, and, and how that dominates the kind of the, the airwaves for, for the week ahead. Uh, but kind of what you talked about in your article the weekend and talking about the, the All-Ireland series and how it's, um, you know, there's been so much change re- requested and required from, mm. from, from people and then there's this change been implemented and then people aren't that bothered. Um, about the All Ireland yeah. series, and the what's wh- where do you where do you think that is, why do you think that is? I know, sorry, you, you wrote an article on us at the weekend, but where that I thought the whole kind of is there too much change? <laughs> or, or... <laughs> I think there's bits of that. Like I think I think there's definitely bits of uh, the structure has changed loads of times over the last few years. People find it hard to keep up with it. I think the fact that the championship has moved to earlier in the year has obviously made a big, big effect there. You know, I this is, I'm just looking at the corner of my computer here. So this is 22nd of May. For most of our lives, the championship started this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just as the Premier League was finishing, just as the European rugby was finishing, just as uh, the like the the golf major season was kind of uh, getting out of the way, uh, all the other sports used to make way for the GA, and now now that doesn't happen. The GA is, you know, it's it's it has changed its calendar, and I know the reason for it. Everybody knows the, knows the reason for it. In the round, it's a good good thing for the majority of the people who play. Gaelic games for club players. Uh, I don't doubt that. Um, but this is the knock-on effect of it. The GEA gets lost in the soup, you know. Um, like, if you were watching sport on Saturday there, um, you know, Mayo went to Kerry, beat Kerry. Kerry haven't lost in Killarney since 1995. Uh, real heavyweights playing off against each other. And... Um, Sure, there wasn't time to, to like within three minutes of it finishing, Leinster were kicking off in yeah. the Aviva for the for the Champions Cup final, and uh, Katie Taylor was fighting that night, and McElroy and and Lowry were going out in the same group 
uh, five shots off the league and the lead in the USPGA. Um, it's a really crowded time in the sporting calendar. So that adds to it as well. Um, but also, I think I, th I think there is this thing in the GA that we're just very, very quick to give out. We're yeah. very, very quick to complain. We're very, very quick to dismiss things um, without without watching them play out. Um, like, I think on the face of it, that was an incredibly interesting opening weekend in the in the All Ireland series. Kerry were beaten. Uh, uh, Donegal got their the first uh, good result that they've had in nearly a year. So. Like, there's three really interesting things. Um, and they kind of get lost in the fog a bit over mm -hmm. the weekend. There's just an awful lot on. People aren't really engaging. I think people kind of dismiss that they're giving out about the format, that, you know, it's not going to, you know, you're only you're only getting rid of four teams altogether. But, like, getting rid of those four teams is really interesting now because, like, everybody presumed that Sligo were going to get hockeyed by everybody, but now yep. they've got a draw. Mm -hmm. So they have something to build on. Kildare, Kildare lose their next two games. Jesus, you know, maybe Sligo go through. You know, yeah. they could, could go through on, on points difference, that kind of stuff. So um, maybe Donegal will get a, get a bounce now and they go and beat Monaghan or they go and beat Derry and everybody thought that their year was done and maybe it's not done. Like, I just think there's an awful lot of interesting stuff in it. And I think there's the, there, is a, there is an instinct in the GA to blithely just kind of go, Russia, the football is shite. <laughs> you know, and and yeah. you know, never nobody ever talks about hurling that way. And it's great. I would, you know, nobody should talk about hurling that way. Um, it, because it's amazing. Hurling, intercounty hurling is a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. Um, but football is the most important not the most important, but it's the most popular sport in the country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every county has has a has a really good football championship <laughs> maybe apart from Kilkenny but like there are there are places in every county even the big hurling counties where football is a big deal and um it's yeah it's just i just always find it odd you know we spend years and years saying we need a better structure we need uh, you know it's not fair that Kerry and Dublin get a pass into the semi final every year We've got to get. We have. We have to have a proper league-based structure with the best teams playing each other. Now we have it, and uh, all people want to do is give out about it. So there you go. Maybe, Malachi, maybe you should do a piece like the the award you got in '99. <laughs> <That> style. <maybe>. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the best put, way to put, lose my job and say maybe maybe you should be a teacher, man. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to kind of put you on the spot. Um, don't know if you do predictions, but who because you, you said in the article how it is mm. a very open championship in it more than a decade. Who, who, who do you who's your if you had to put a bet on who, who would it be this year? Well, sure, see, this is the thing, it's even more open after the weekend. The favorites got beat, uh, so like, uh, I wouldn't, I, I mean, sure, I, I, I would have gone broke, um, with the amount of times that I got to midway through the championship over the last 10 years and gone, do you know what? Mayo could definitely do it. Uh, and uh, But I definitely find myself watching them on Saturday going, sure, why couldn't they? Sure, who's great? There's no great team. That's the thing. Like, when, when Dublin were around, there was always one great team. There is yeah. no great team this year. Like, Kerry are decent 
and they have an absolute freak. And maybe he can do it. Maybe Clifford can do it uh, and and carry them all the way. But they have they have identifiable flaws. Um, I think everybody. I think in a year where everybody has identifiable flaws, um, I I I'd go with Mayo just to, just for the hell of it. But the thing that I have absolutely found about predictions over the years uh, is that I spent way too many years taking my predictions seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and really kind of being wedded to them. Um, and you realize after a while, they don't matter in the slightest. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. Um, and so, like, so what the hell? Let's say they will win it. Because it because who gives a shit? It's not it's not gonna matter what I say or what I don't say. My uh, my Bally Honest mother would be very happy to hear that. So um <laughs> Right, the full episode with Malachi is out on Thursday, the 1st of June. In the meantime, why not uh, listen to the latest episode on the podcast with journalist Liam Thorpe of Liverpool Echo and follow the podcast, Journalist Spec Podcast, on Twitter and Instagram. Cheers.